What's good? What's happening? What's popping with you? Gas station attendance. I am your friendly neighborhood gas station supervisor. You know what I mean? Yeah, Gilligan, we in this thing one more again because spreading the love like we always do. <laughs> you feel me? Straight up positivity. Straight up goddamn real talk. You know, that thing going on like that. Though. It's the seventh day of January. You know what I mean? We've been here a week made it a week in this hole. You know what I mean? So, goddamn, if you if you made it a week and you still up and, and positive and still rocking with yourself, give yourself a hand clap or a snap, you know, like the niggas in the, uh, in the poetry slam. <laughs> you gotta give yourself a snap and shit, though. You feel me? Man, it's a beautiful day outside today, man. I'm glad, goddamn, most of the rain gone. I know they talking about a little bit more supposed to come through a little bit tomorrow and whatnot, but for the most part, it's it's nice days, you know, pretty warm outside. Still need a jacket though, but better than it was before. Completely, completely, completely better than that shit. Um, today is actually my my dad's birthday, actually. So I want to send a big, big, heavenly, happy birthday to my pops. Um, you know, I lost my pops a long time ago. Like, whew. Um, 14, 14 years ago, I lost my dad. I lost my dad when I was a kid, so you know I was, I was young, and it's just so crazy about, you know what? I think it might be longer than fourteen years. Come to be honest with you, but um, shit was so crazy. With my pops, um, he was in the hospital, right? He was in the hospital, and uh, me, and my mom, and some more of my relatives on his side were at the hospital, everything, you know, everything was kosher. I went in the room with him. I know, I'll never forget this. I went in the room with him, and I was sitting in the little chair beside his, um, beside his bed, and he was watching TV. And, you know, just, just sitting there chilling, watching TV with my pops and you know, whatnot. And, um, he, he said something. He said something to me. And, I mean, we were having a conversation. I can't remember what he said to me before, but I, I remember him saying, okay, son, I'm about to go, you know, and I was like, uh, can I go with you, you know what I mean, I was a kid, bro, you know, who don't want to go with their dad, if you got your dad in your life, you know I mean, you, you want to fuck with your dad, you feel me, so when he said he was finna go, I'm thinking he's about to get out of the hospital and we finna go do some shit, you know what I mean, we finna go ride around and all of that can on. Um, and he was like, son, I'm about to go. I was like, can I go with you? He was like, nah, you can't go with me this time. You know, it kind of, it kind of, kind of hurt my heart a little bit, you know, because I wanted to go. But, um, he sent me to go tell my mom, come here. Like, he said, go get your mom for me. And my mom was in the, um, waiting room with some of the rest of the family. And um, I said, okay. So I hopped up, walked out, and I walked around the corner. The His room wasn't too far from the waiting room. I mean, probably about a minute. Not even a minute. Maybe 20 seconds 
away from the waiting room. So I get there and I'm like, Mom, Dad wants you to come here. He told me to tell you to come here. And she was like, okay, I'm coming. So by the time she stood up and was about to go in there, we seen doctors rushing down in that direction. Like at this point, we can't see what room they're going in, but we see them rushing in that direction. So, you know, the family members, I wonder what's going on. I wonder what's going on. So we get out there and they're running in his room and he had passed away that fast. As fast as he took, as long as it took me 20 seconds, probably less, to get from his room to the waiting room. Tell my mom he said, come here. She stood up and we were heading back. Within that less than a minute of time, he had passed away. And he sent, I guess he sent me out the room because he felt like he knew he was about to go. He didn't want me to see that. He didn't want me to see him actually leave this earth. And I always thought that was crazy. Like, I always thought that was the weirdest shit in the world to me. Like, you know, I never really thought about it till I got older that he did that. You feel me? And it just, you know, it just do something to you when you want. Once you get older and you think about the death of, of parents and shit like that, it, a lot of time it don't make no sense while you, when it happened, like you don't understand it. But once you look back and reflect on it, it kind of gives you a sense of calmness, a sense of, I mean, you always going to miss your people. You always going to, you know. You're always going to have love and, and it's always going to be hard to, to actually accept the fact that they're not here anymore. You know what I mean? Like with my mom, you know, me and my mom, I, you know, that's something, that day I'll never, I'll never forget either one of those days, but with my mom, it was like, We had a great day, bro. You feel me? Like, we went out and kicked it. You know what I mean? It just was... It's, I don't... You know, I don't know, man. Like, I it, I think about that shit too much. You feel me? I think about... I think about that shit all the time. And how that day happened. And... You know, it's still fuck with me. It's still... Because it's like... Just imagine... Just imagine somebody you care about, somebody you love, like your mom or your dad or whatever. You you walk out of their house and 20 minutes later, you're getting a call from your nephew saying that his grandma is in the hospital and you know, you know they got her in the back room and blah, 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 blah. And you pull up and everything is different. Like, if you have a parent that goes to the hospital a lot, or if you have anybody in your family that goes to the hospital or doctors a lot, you kind of get used to oh, the way shit goes. Like, when you go in the ER, you sit in the ER, and then they do their thing, then they put them in the room, and you go sit. You feel me? You kind of get used to that. But when I went to the hospital this time with my mom, when she passed, everything was different. Everything. Like... 
even where we they put us at, I, it's, it's a little room. I guess it's like a little family um, grief room or whatever. It's away from the public ER. You know what I mean? I had never been in this room. I didn't even know this room existed. You feel me? But when they sent us to that room instead of having everybody sit in the regular waiting room, I knew something was different. I knew something had changed about the situation and I knew it probably wasn't going to go the way that you know I was wanting it to go and I sat there and I I remember that shit bro I sat there and I I, and I, I said a prayer and I was I, 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 rem, I was like father look I know we here can't nobody in this doctor, ain't no, can't nobody in this hospital do anything without you. So if if it's her time, I don't want her to hurt because my mom had been going through so much pain through diabetes and, and pills and, and surgeries and and we had we had had conversations about her being in pain and hurting and she was tired. She would say that to me all the time. You know what I mean? She would say, "I'm tired. I'm tired." And you know you you you, you never want to accept that shit. You never want to accept these things. And but when we went in that room, bro, I knew I knew things were different. And when the doctor came in there and he had the cops with him, I already instantly knew what what the outcome was because he brought the cops with him to tell us if it was good news he wouldn't have brought cops you feel me? he brought them people just in case people started acting erratically and, 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 and you know they needed some people to calm some people down you know but I'll never forget that day like I had just got a job I had worked that job three days I hadn't even got a check yet and she called me on that Saturday it happened on the Saturday April 14th she called me and said what are you doing you ain't doing shit is exactly what she said you ain't doing nothing come take me to the grocery store is what she wanted I said okay I'll be there in a little while you know what I mean, I didn't give her the exact answer, but you know what I mean. I said I'll be there in a little bit, but I was laying in the bed and something was like, "Hey, get your ass up! You ain't doing shit." So I got up and got ready and went over there. And when I got there, she was like, "You want to go to Millersville? Millersville is like a a county over from where I live, you know." It got like malls and better food and all types of shit like that. So she's like, "You want to go to Millersville?" And I was like, oh, "You just want to go to the to the grocery store. They ain't want to go to Millersville. Like, I want to go get me some light bulbs." Now, like, how the hell are we going all the all the way over here to get light bulbs? Which it was a store over there she wanted to go to that sold wigs and stuff like that. And um, there was a Kato's there. She wanted. To, she said she wanted to get her something to wear to the kingdom hall the next day you know my mom was a Jehovah's Witness and um yeah 
So I said, cool. She uh she said, let me get ready. I had bought her a shirt, you know. My homie does the good day shirts. It's, you know, my homeboy, uh, Mr. George, he, he does the good day shirts. And I had got her one with her name on it, a special one for her. And I got it. I went to his house and kicked it with him for a second while she got ready. Because he lived, like, up the street from her. And I got the shirt. And I went back down and I took it to her. And she said she loved it, but it was too little. But she wanted another one. So we went to Millersville. We went and got her favorite food. Her favorite meal is the, um, it's from Captain D's. It's the one with the little shrimp cakes and the, the crab cakes and all that. I can't remember what it's called because I don't, it wasn't my favorite food, but she loved it. So we went there and we, she, I got her favorite food and we went to uh, the Dollar Tree. She bought a whole bunch of like paper plates and like she was going to have a party or some shit. And my mom wasn't the type of person to have a lot of people over her crib so that was strange then like she 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 wasn't the type of person that liked being around people either but that day we stayed out from like 12 o'clock in the morning to like 7 o'clock in the evening that was that was strange in itself she's not she was not that type of person that to be out like that you know what I mean just out and about you know and Coming back to her house, we have to pass my sister's house. And I'm like, hey, you want to stop by, you know, stop by my sister's house? She was like, yeah, because my nephew had just had his son. And she said, yeah, I want to see my grandbaby. So we stopped by there, and, you know, she played with the baby for a second. And they was like, well, we were just finna call you. We wanted to go to the movies. We wanted to see if you wanted to keep the baby. And she was like, yeah, I want to keep my baby. You know what I mean? Bring him on up uh, to the house and blah, 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 blah. So that's I took her and dropped her off at home. I changed out light bulbs, put groceries in the car. And she was sitting on the sofa talking to one of her fellow Kingdom Hall members, her best friend, telling her about the dresses and stuff that she had got, you know, that she was ready for, you know, ready to go to the Kingdom Hall the next day. And I left, and I remember it was like 7, 7, 10, 7, 20 maybe. And by 8 o'clock, she was gone, man. That, that, that shit, that shit fucked with me to this day, bro. I, I don't know, like, you know, like, how? Like, you wasn't, you wasn't in no pain that I could see. You feel me? That's, that's where I, I guess the shit comes from. Because I couldn't see you in no pain. You wasn't showing no pain. You wasn't showing no hurt. You wasn't showing that you was tired. You were just... Like, you had a great day. We had a great day. Or maybe you just did that for me. I don't know. Maybe you just did that so that me... I could have the memory of... Spending time with you that last day. But... I don't know. That shit was crazy, though. That shit fucks with me to this day, though. That shit... That shit... can't explain it, bro. Like, you just can't explain it. You feel me? But, it's been weird since she's gone, bro. Like, it's just been weird. You know, trying to goddamn just live a regular life is weird as fuck, man. I just, I lost a lot of love that day. Like, I lost a lot of 
drive and inspiration that day. So I'm really just trying to get back to myself. You feel me? But, you know, that is life. You can't, that's something you can't, you can't outrun. It's going to happen to the best of us at some point in time. Somebody's going to grieve over you. You just hope that the people that grieve over you really care about you when you're gone, you know? So, anywho, today is my dad's birthday, and I just want to wish my dad a happy birthday. And my stepdad passed last year. I had a brother pass last year. And uh, a sister passed last year. It just, I don't know, bro. I just don't understand. I, you know, I. It's it, it just be like that when you when you just your heart just keep getting fucked over, and then you just become heartless and you don't care. I mean, you know, I started doing so many drugs and shit, bro. You feel me? Like I ain't care. I was. I'm not. A, I don't drink at all, really. But I was drinking and whatever, bro. Just trying to get that shit off my mind for a minute, you know. But I had to come to my senses, bro. I ain't no need of me, you know, killing myself. Shit like that, you know. But that's exactly what I was doing. But. All that means is I got more motivation now. So 2019, we going to fuck up. Ain't no more holding back. Ain't no more. Ain't no more negative energy. We going straight up for them. You feel me? We putting on. We putting on. We got now going hard. We finna succeed. We finna see new things. We finna live life for them. So I'm finna get the hell out of here and get the living. You niggas have a good day. Peace. <laughs> oh yeah. And also, I forgot to uh, I forgot to mention new music coming. I just you know I be trying to make sure that I drop that every uh, episode. Let y'all know that new music is on the way. So keep your eyes out. Mr. George got new music. My homie Rock G got a new video. He finna drop. Shit's crazy. My nigga Lil Joe just did him a fire record with the nigga Esco. You know what I mean? Shit stupid. You know, Bank got music out. The whole city got music, bro. My whole city is doing it. They doing it, doing it. And I, I salute all these niggas, bro. Go get the bag. We doing that shit this year. Ain't no more hating and all that fuck shit. Other niggas was trying to divide us. We finna goddamn show them what a real team look like, what a real city that support each other look like. So... All 20, all 2019, 2020, and beyond, we going up. Y'all have a go.